all you Nakamas out there, I'm Kate Bresnahan. And I'm Bree Scally, and you're listening to Takoyaki Time. This episode was supposed to go up on Friday the 13th, but we both realized that uh, we have parties to go to. We're just too damn busy. Yeah, we both have parties to go to on Friday the 13th, and then we're both busy all day Saturday, so it's going to have to go up on Sunday. Sorry. But I hope that you all had a really happy, spooky Friday the 13th. How blessed are we that it was in October, the best month of the year. The best month, and it's the best day, and I'm really excited to see what kind of havoc it wreaks on the country. Are you doing anything spooky on Friday the 13th? What is this party that you're going to? I'm going to my friend Alicia's house. I don't know what she's planning, but it's. I think it's just going to be like her... Uh, murder. Her, some murder, me, Amanda and Zach, and then a ghost. Oh, cool. I'm pretty sure. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Um... I'm going to the Fable Vision time party tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I saw that event on Facebook. It's always really it's a good time. This is the this is the third Fable Vision party that I've been to. Cool. So yeah, it's a little tradition now. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the ins. I'm on the inside. I get my hookups at Fable Vision. So news. I actually have news this time. I didn't do research, but I just kind of absorbed what came at me on that's okay Twitter. this is really good news that we have well yes one of them is i don't I, know I, are they them. okay wait, wait wait i have a question about the first piece of news uh-huh. that will determine whether it's good or not uh-huh it's not like a live action no it's just like a regular english release yes Okay, then it's good news. Yes, the good news for number one is the movie A Silent Voice is finally getting an English release. So that movie came out in, I think, 2015. And it, so it's been yeah, a while. Yeah, it was a couple of years ago. It's been out for a while, but it just it hasn't gotten an English release or an, any release in North America whatsoever. Yeah, so. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't either. And I read the book uh, three years ago, I'd say, mm-hmm. and I cried the entire time. Which is why I haven't read it yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful story. I really love A Silent Voice, or Koe no Katachi, as they call it in Japanese. But it's a, a story about a girl who uh, is bullied in elementary school by this shitty boy, and she is deaf. And he makes fun of how she can't hear anything, and they all ostracize her. But then eventually the boy starts getting ostracized and bullied because he was so bad at bullying. So uh, it, like, flashes forward several years when they're both in high school and they meet again and he's planning on killing himself because he has so much regret and he he just doesn't fit in. He has no friends. His whole life is in shambles. And uh, he and her form an unlikely friendship later on in life and it's about learning how to communicate with one another and uh, listen to one another. That's so nice. It's I a- really need to read it. I know Christina has it. Because uh, she gave it to me and it sat there like making me guilty for a couple weeks. <laughs> then I returned it to her because I just couldn't bring myself to read it because I it's hate really, crying. You hate? I love crying. I don't know what's I hate wrong crying. with you. But like, it's it's not. I mean, it's sad, but it's also beautiful. Like, it's it has happiness in it. So yeah. it's a beautiful portrait of humanity and cruelty and kindness. So I'm really excited to see the movie because it looks beautiful and I've Excellent. wanted to watch it for years. So When I saw it was getting an English release, it made me really scared that they were doing a uh, live action adaptation. No, thank God. I'm so I mean, gun shy about this. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like they would really... Oh, and the other uh, interesting thing about the English release is uh, the deaf 
lead character mm-hmm. she's going to be played by a deaf actress oh that's awesome yeah it's really that's cool. So cool so that's pretty cool oh, good job that's really really good news and the other bit of news that i just kind of stumbled upon on twitter was uh the manga tokyo tare wait was it tara reba tara reba girls the tara reba <laughs> i'm white uh <laughs> By Akiko Higashimura, who she's the author of Princess Jellyfish that's getting uh, released in English by Kodansha. So I'm excited for that because I'm a big fan of her work. I love Princess Jellyfish, so I'm really excited to be able to read this, too. Yeah, this one's about basically our kind of age group. Oh, excellent. You know, like women in their late 20s. That's my favorite thing. It's great. I'm really excited to read that. I love reading about me. Me, me, me. <laughs> me, me, me. Do you have any news? Anything exciting? Anything come down your chute? Uh, oh, uh, hmm. I don't think so. Let me think. Yeah, we're not really great at, like, following anime accounts and, like, keeping up with the no, stuff that's actually coming out. No, I have to see, like, what comes up in my Twitter timeline. Uh, my Hero Academia is getting a third season Oh, in yeah, that's right. I thought that um, you'd be excited for that. Yep. And Osumatsu-san's getting another season also. Um, they released the Fall 18 anime list, the, the show list. There are some good things on there, I think. Maybe. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah, you know what? Know. If you want to keep up with the hot new anime news, listen to like the Crunchyroll podcast or some other anime podcast. They haven't posted a podcast since like April. Oh, no. I know. Well, I guess that means that we just have a corner on the market now. I think we actually have to like start following the news, Kate. God, oh, I'm so bad. I know. I'm it's sorry. Not... I could just go on Anime News Network on their Twitter and just read their timeline. See, I used to be all <laughs> up on Anime News when I mm-hmm. uh, I didn't subs- I never subscribed to Anime Insider. I just bought it at Suncoast every month or so. Yeah, yeah, totally. But I read it cover to cover, so I knew all of the cool shit that was coming out that I couldn't buy. Oh, I did think of a cool news thing. Um. Ooh. And you remember that show that I did, like, a quick review of the Ancient Magus Bride yes. a couple of months ago? Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of that, like, the whole series is coming to Crunchyroll soon. Ooh. So I'm really excited to be able to watch the whole thing. Because yes. originally, they were think I think they were just going to do the three-episode OVA. So you get to uh, learn about the whole world, and I'm excited. That's awesome. Yeah. See, you had some in you, after all. I had some in me. Well, I mean, so you're... coming down the chute. I had some in me coming <laughs> down, down the chute. Down the chute. Little, little turd, a little news turd. <laughs> you just plop that one right out. Just a little poop. Um. Oh, I saw another thing. Um. I'm. I'm. I have. I do not have the correct names or words to describe this news story, but you know that show about all of the like the savannah animals that are also cute girls. I I don't know. I actually have no idea what you're talking about. It's like, it was really, really popular over the summer. I don't remember what it was called, but I guess the director isn't coming back for the next season. Mm-hmm. And um, there was this one fan who was so upset, he shaved his head on camera to see if he could get them to, like, change their mind to bring this director back. Why would they do anything? I don't know. I do not know. It didn't work. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It shouldn't work. I'd be upset if it did work. Right. That's all I got, though. No, that's pretty good. That's a good little tidbit, too. I mean, 
To be fair, though, the whole first segment is going to be you updating us on your trip to New York Comic Con. So you've got, you have a lot of news. You just need to save it for this next chunk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> should we get into that? Do you want to hop right in? Yeah, just jump right in. Get all right, me all cool. wet. Let's do it. <laughs> um, so this past weekend, Alyssa and I went down to New York Comic Con, as we do every year. Uh, it was super, super fun. We went Friday and Saturday, and I found that there was a huge anime presence there this year. Like, really? I walked in, and everyone was wearing Yu-Gi-Oh! headbands. Um, Wait. I was going to... Huh? Wait, what do you mean Yu-Gi-Oh! headbands? Yu-Gi-Oh! headbands. Like, it went around their head, and it was, like, standing up, and it was Yu-Gi hair. D- where did they get them, and how can I get one? Okay, so there was a big, <laughs> big Yu-Gi-Oh! booth. Um, they had a bunch of, like, long tables set up for, like, people playing dual monsters. or like, the Yu-Gi-Oh! card game. And I guess there's a phone app coming out. There's a phone game. Oh, yeah. I have a feeling yeah. it's going to be, like, a gachapon kind of game. Am I right? I don't I know. Don't, I don't follow apps. I'm 85 years old. Even Yu-Gi-Oh! apps? I, mm, I, I'm too old. <laughs> to understand anything i okay last year and this year were the first two years i haven't gone in succession so like i went from like 2011 to 2015 mm-hmm. and it was great and then i kind of i wasn't able to go because of like didn't have the time didn't have the money so right, right. last year and this year i didn't go and apparently there was an enormous Yu-Gi-Oh presence both years because yeah. last year you got me you the lanyard yeah <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, I'm actually, well, actually kind of frustrated about that because I, there's no one who loves Yu-Gi-Oh more than me, Brie. I know that there isn't. That's why I'm telling you about all this Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. All right. Yeah, keep me updated on all the Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. Anyway, keep going, please. Um, So I actually, no, that was excellent because I was able to do some quick Googling and I found out it's called Yu-Gi-Oh Dual Links. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's been, a, that's been a game out for a while. They're probably like doing a new one. Yeah, they, they updated it September 26th third this year and um it looks like it's actually a virtual dual monsters game (laughs) um it looks cool as hell honestly like if this had been out when i was in like into Yu-Gi-Oh and like you know nine ten years old um i would have been (laughs) so into it i would have been one of those kids who like accidentally with air quotes spent like ten thousand dollars with their parents money through in-app purchases, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Um, but so that that had a big presence there. And um, Crunchyroll had a huge presence. They had a thing where, like, if you put your premium membership in, uh, you could get a free bag. They had, like, a Yuri on Ice one. Mm. And then, like, three other shows that didn't matter to me because they weren't Yuri on Ice. <laughs> um, Viz had a huge presence. Like, there was a... Oh, my God. There were so many dragon ball z cosplayers like every five minutes you would just hear a super saiyan scream from somewhere on the show floor <laughs> and at first like we're like what what's going on why is everyone so upset no everyone's just going super saiyan mm. it was great um so the the thing that i really enjoyed was i got to do a 3d or a uh, a vr manga experience at the square enix booth uh, so it's a project called Project uh, Hikari, and it's on a PC. You use the Oculus Rift, but I assume you could use any VR headset. Uh, and it's just an app with, like, a manga that you are you're immersed in. Um, the story was called Tales of of the Wedding Rings, but 
I assume that there will be more when it's actually released. Uh, it was about the high school student who like falls in love with his best friend, who of course is a beautiful girl who lives next door with her grandfather, but she is actually a princess from a fantasy world. And whoa, okay, she, that took yeah, a wicked turn. Yeah, it, it was it was interesting. Um, and like she's returning to her fantasy world to get married, like presumably an arranged marriage, and um, at the very end, like the protagonist leaps through the gate to, like, follow her into the fantasy world. But, like, story doesn't matter. I wasn't super into it, but the immersive part of it was super duper cool. So it was all voice acted uh, in Japanese, and then you had English text in the text bubbles to read as it went along. And it was kind of a mix of the 2D manga art and some 3D animation. Um, and then all around you, you could like look around and see the environment that you were in. So That's panels. That's so cool. Yeah, it was super cool. So either panels or the characters would be showing up in front of you. And like, as they were interacting, you could look around and you could look around. Like at one point I was in the protagonist's bedroom. We were outside, like in their neighborhood, you could see down the street and like into the trees and stuff. And it was all in black and white and kind of like a... Um, cell shaded 3D but 2D you know what I mean Mm -hmm. Um, it was super super cool so I am genuinely very excited to see where this goes yeah that actually sounds awesome it was it was really cool I thought it was gonna be kind of hokey like you just sit there and like manga is projected like onto your eyeballs and that's (laughs) it but um the the Square Enix person who was like setting me up, he was like, make sure that you like look all the way around because that's the coolest part. And he was totally right. I can just imagine all the Yaoi titles. Oh my god! On that. <laughs> like I, I read a lot of Yaoi, but I get really, really like embarrassed and self conscious when I'm watching mm-hmm. any kind of like romantic movie and a sex scene pops up. Oh my god! Tell me about it. That is the worst. <laughs> So that's that's awesome. I really yeah. want to try that out. I would really like to see a slice of life story presented that way because you you get so immersed in the environment and the landscape, which is so important in a slice of life. I think you know because it's like you get to see how these people live every day and you get to see where they live every day, and you feel like you're actually there in the VR. And I don't know, I just feel like it would be really cool. Yeah, well, like, from an artist's perspective, I wonder how much more work goes into that. Mm. Because, like, that actually sounds really neat, and I'd love to try making something like that if that was a possibility for me. I don't know. That sounds pretty cool. Well, so, like, all of the 3D environment and the 3D animation seem to be rendered in the same way. So most of it wasn't manga art, like the 2D art. It was the, the animation Mm-hmm. Which kind of reminds me of, like, an older, like, maybe, like, a PS3, like, video game or something, you know, mm-hmm. or, like, the Persona character models. Um, so I feel like once you have the 3D models and everything, like, the environment probably takes a lot of work, but the animation seemed pretty basic, and the the panel animation was just kind of, like, moving like emphasis marks and stuff like motion blurs so i'm sure that it would be doable and it sounded like there was a whole app built for building these environments so nice yeah so uh that's project hikari 
And then continuing on my trip through New York. Yes, keep going, um, please. Sunday, Alyssa and I literally spent three hours shopping around Kinokuya, which is uh, the, I guess, like the, the largest bookstore chain in Japan. And they actually have 12 locations in the U.S. Uh, two of them are in Texas. One is New York, the one that I was in. And then there's another one in New Jersey on the East Coast. But there are none in Boston. Mm-mm. And I'm really upset about it. Mm-mm. And I really want to know how to open a franchise. <laughs> I could totally do that. <laughs> right? That would be amazing. I don't know. how Kinokuya, hit us up. We want to open a store in Boston. Yeah, come on, man. Let's talk about it. I have spent a lot of money at your stores. And I would like to not spend as much because I'd be a franchise owner and I could just dip into my own merch. Yeah. <laughs> Give yourself a huge discount. Mmm. <laughs> the five-finger discount, if you <laughs> I don't think that it counts as a five-finger discount when you are. <laughs> I've already when, paid like, for the like, you own the thing, yeah. <laughs> and I've paid for the overhead itself. I just get it at the wholesale price. Anyway, we're getting very deep into this talk about owning a business together. What else did you do? Yeah, I'm... Well, I'm, I'm in to own the business, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Blow. But anyway, the... The one in New York is near Bryant Park. I guess it used to be up near Madison Square Garden, but then they really? built this new three-story store. Yep. Um, until I've only about, been to the Bryant like, one. 2010. Yeah, it's it's been there for about seven years, but it's still, like, the new store. Huh. It has three stories. Um, so, like, we walk in, and the first story is kind of like a regular, like, Barnes & Noble. They have, like, English-language novels, like, regular stuff. But then you go downstairs... And it's all Japanese magazines and books and stationery and, like, traditional Japanese wares, like, tea sets and little, yeah, little gifts and stuff. And we spent an hour and a half down there just, like, (laughs) looking at fashion magazines and sewing books and cookbooks. Oh, my God. It was so good. There, There are so many things to see. Mm-hmm. that I could have easily spent the entire three hours down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the bottom floor is definitely my favorite of the three. Yeah, it was great. Um, that was actually, I got two books, and they were both from the bottom floor. Um, I got this little illustrated Say It in Japanese pocket phrase book that has some really cool, like, idioms and onomatopoeias and stuff. Um, let me try to find a fun one. Oh, this one's good. <laughs> Hanagoroi means a black stomach. So it's it's so, describing someone who's like devious and mischievous. Like you said, like, oh, they have a black stomach. I like that one. That one's cool. <laughs> um, so I got that. And I also got uh, Akiko Kuchiki. I did practice these before we recorded, <laughs> but now that like I have to say it and it's going to be set in like digital media forever and ever, I can't say anything. Um, <laughs> Don't worry, Akiko, I'm right there with you. Thank you. Akiko Kukuchi's book, um, Matatabi, which is a little illustrated uh, photo, not Ill- illustrated and photo blog fashion book. Um, she is an actress slash model in Japan and it's just kind of like, I don't know, really quaint pictures of her and all of her fashion. And I loved it. I kind of got it. It's like an aspirational 
look into what I want my life to be. <laughs> yeah, the book itself, it's like all of the photos are in a square format. So it kind of looks just like her Instagram feed, but like with a lot of good writing. And it's, it's so well pleasant. Laid out. Well, I assume it's good writing because it's written in Japanese, so I can't read it yet. Well, the writing is um, well laid out. That's Yes, sure. it's very well designed. It's super well designed. And there's a lot of white space. And there are, like, some cute little illustrations here and there that just add, like, a lot of charm. Oh, my God, this book is so cute. I just want to live in it. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Then we discovered the third floor, uh, which is just full of anime and manga and all kinds of nerdy stuff. So then, obviously, we spent another hour and a half up there. Uh, <laughs> we got um got some nice presents up there and they had Yeah, you got English... me a present. Yeah, I did. I got you a little free starting days blind box. A little keychain. Yep. A little boy. Um and let's see. So yeah, they have uh English language and Japanese manga up there, which is kinda cool. Like mm-hmm. I took a bunch of pictures of covers of things that I like couldn't read the title of, but I thought looked really interesting. So I'm going to try to hunt them down somehow to read. Um, So, yep, so we we spent some time up there, dug through everything, and there was also a cafe up there, which was super cute. Um, They had, like, melon pan and milk bread and, like, hot drinks and bubble tea and curry and stuff. Uh, So we each got a little sweet cake and some tea. I got a Japanese-style cheesecake, which was oh. so good. I had never had Japanese-style cheesecake before. Like the fluffy, fluffy kind? Yeah, I like it so much better than, like, the dense New York-style cheesecake. Okay. okay. Do you disagree? That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I, just, I really like dense cheesecake. I really like fluffy cheesecake. So you I like get, both of them. You get all the dense cheesecake, and I get all the fluffy cheesecake. How about we just eat cheesecake have we just eat cheesecake i mean i'm not gonna like turn down new york style cheesecake i'm not a monster <laughs> i still like it <laughs> had you never been to that kinokunya before no i had never been seriously i didn't That's know about crazy. it crazy i've gone yeah. every year since like 2010 or something nope i didn't know about it i love that store i bought okay let me give you a list of my favorite things i bought there okay i bought uh two of uh Makoto Takahashi's uh, shoujo illustration books. He's one of my favorite illustrators. Mm-hmm. He did all of these really beautiful, like, vintage shoujo illustrations and stories and stuff. They're gorgeous. I'll show you sometime. Uh, I bought, like, three episode guides and, like, illustration books for free at once. It costs, like, $150. I didn't care. Oh, free. I thought you meant you got them for free, not, like, for the <laughs> show free. No. So dumb. No. The Kinokunya in Portland when I was out there, I bought yeah. the entire set of those creepy little uh, Yuri on Ice keychains that oh. you hate, the Cupy ones. I hate those things. <laughs> They're so creepy, Kate. I know you hate them. I know. Yeah, what else? I, there's so many things I bought there, like CDs, DVDs, T-shirts. And I love it. It's one of my favorite stores, and I have to go every year because there's no way I'm going to miss out on that. So I'm really so glad nice. that you finally witnessed it. Yeah, me too. I I didn't know about it until, um, I think it was our family friend who lives in New York, our Japanese friend, told me about it. Because, oh. like, she was like, yeah, you've never been. Like, how, how have you never been? You're obsessed with Japan. Yeah, so. I guess I just assumed that you knew about it already, or else I, I would have absolutely told you to go. 
how I missed it. Probably. I was like, of course she yeah. knows about it. Yeah. Well, next year you and I will go together and we'll probably spend too much money there, too. That would be wonderful. I would go to, I mean, I would go to New York just for a trip to Kinokuya. <laughs> yeah, I've done it before. Trust Honestly, me. Honestly, the the anime stores here in Boston just do not Mm-mm. compare. No. They're full of bootlegs. Yeah. There's nothing of quality. It's so overpriced. Overpriced. Yeah, it's garbage. It's not good at all. But Kinokuni is the good shit. So. And then you came home. And then I came home. That was my trip. It, it was, was beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I can't wait to go next year with you because we're definitely going next year. I so the the place that we stayed in was really great. It was uh, we'll probably have to get two rooms. I don't know if they had two rooms, but it was just like this tiny, tiny, like ninety square feet bedroom with a bunk bed, uh, and like that's it. Basically, it was like a bunk bed, a mini fridge, a microwave, and a sink. And then it was a shared bathroom for the whole floor where there were like five rooms like that, and it was perfect. We barely saw anybody else. It was super quiet, and it was great. Was it like a hostel? Airbnb. Oh. I am obsessed with Airbnb. Oh, yeah. I'm really getting into the Airbnb fuzz right now. Yeah, I'm I'm such a huge fan. I've stayed in some really cool places thanks to Airbnb. Uh, When when we went to uh, Montreal, we stayed in an apartment that was basically right downtown, it was great. And then we went to Burlington, Vermont, and we stayed the coolest place. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was just a, a whole house, but we had uh, the top... Well, we had one of the uh, room apartments, and, like, the bottom part of it was the kitchen and bathroom. And then you go upstairs to a little loft... Well, not a little. It was a huge loft. It was the whole, like, attic floor. And it just had two enormous beds and a little, like, cubby with, full of pillows and, like, a little canopy and with, like, oh, fairy cool. lights and stuff. It was beautiful. I love it. It was so much Actually, cheaper than a hotel. The the coolest Airbnb I stayed in was also in Burlington, Vermont. Of course. Yep. It was like this little uh, lake house on Lake Champlain. Mm-hmm. And the whole back wall was a door that you, we just left open because it was so nice out. We went like in the like late spring, early summer. Mm-hmm. So we just woke up and we're just like looking out on the lake. It was the coolest thing. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, Burlington's Burlington a great was... city. Yeah, I'd go back again just to, like, shop around yeah. for a bit. Did you guys end up going to that, uh, barcade? No, we didn't. We'll have to go again. I guess so. Because it's really fun. Okay. So, yeah, that was my trip to New York. It was really great. Bravo. We also went to sleep no more, but that does not pertain to anime or anime podcast at all. But it's worth a mention. So fun. If you haven't gone and you have a chance to, you totally should. You're here to hear first, folks. <laughs> no one has ever appreciated Sleep No More before. <laughs> well, we've gone through all the news. We've gone through New York Comic Con. Let's get to the spooky shit, because it is Halloween time. Don't yes. know if you noticed. It's October. It got cool today. It's like 55 degrees. I'm wrapped in a blanket right now. It's so cold. I am not wrapped in anything, and I'm shivering like a motherfucker. So. Do you want to go get a blanket? Yeah, hold on. Yeah, go. Do it. (laughs) Good. I'm glad. Yeah, I took off my my usual sleeping fleece because it makes me look more like an old man. (laughs) So now I just have a blanket. Why would you take that off? You are an old man. Don't shed your old man skin. (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm an old guy. I am like, old it's, man it's Kate. Got, like, it's, so it's like a fleece, and it's got like that like U neck, and then it's got the two snaps at the top. Oh, I love that. That's a good look. I don't know what you're talking about, old man. I love that fleece. It's not fleece bad. style. It's I good. really like it a lot. But, okay. Anyway, it's cold. It's spooky. It's dark. Let's get into Halloween. Halloween, my favorite holiday ever, ever, ever. Same. Because um, we're millennials and we appreciate good things. Mm-hmm. Although, Kate... I have noticed that there is an extreme lack of horror anime. There is. And it's depressing. Like, anything that I've tried to watch that was supposed to be horror, I just, like, either couldn't take it seriously or, like, didn't find it scary. The things that I find the scariest are, like, perfect blue and, like, the psychological horrors, you Mm -hmm. know? Yes. And that's not supposed to be spooky. It's just scary. Exactly. In a different way. So... We needed something spooky dooky. Yep. But like, so we, first we were trying to come up with something to watch so we could talk about it for Halloween. And so we're like, oh, Helsing is on uh, Crunchyroll. Let's let's check it out. Like, I it's got watched... vampires. It's got lots of gore and like eldritch horrors and stuff. Like, yeah, let's watch him Helsing. Totally. Hey, guess what? Uh, it sucks. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> the manga is really cool. It looks beautiful. It's easy to read it's kind of fun it's really spooky looking the anime i don't know what like they've tried it twice it's garbage well the ova is exactly the same as the original series that they did like i don't know i don't know it was bad it doesn't hold up i remember really liking it when i was like in middle school but i mean i also had terrible taste when i was in middle school so (laughs) yeah (laughs) although i don't i honestly don't think it's news to anyone that helsing sucks yeah, like, it's so sad, too, because it's an interesting idea, and, but, like, you get that shot of Alucard with his stupid glasses and his big old hat, and you're like, you're supposed to be scary? So, we know. got through one episode of the OV- the new one, the OVA, and we were like- We didn't we make like, it through a whole episode, Kate. We didn't? No. <laughs> we stopped it halfway Yeah, we through. failed, like, halfway through. Yeah. It was it's... long. Maybe it was like two thirds through, but it was long. <laughs> yeah, it was long. Yeah, it was it was really I forgot. It was like an hour or and a half or something. Yeah. But we got through like we were like, Oh, when does this episode end? We're like twenty two minutes in. That should be about it. And then we looked at the timing and it was like mm. We noped right out of there. Like, no, we're done here. We're what did we good. watch instead? Did we watch a movie? Yeah, we watched XX, a horror the horror anthology. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's on uh Netflix. It's a horror anthology that's all was it like written and directed by women or just yep. written by women? Uh written and directed by women. Yeah. It was, and they it were was it was really interesting. Films. Yeah, they were good. Um they weren't all scary, but they were definitely all creepy. And all like creepy in relation to the female experience, I think. So we would definitely recommend XX over Helsing. Yeah, for sure. But uh, we decided to give it another go because I have an old favorite that I wanted to show Brie because she'd never seen it before. And it's a little thing we like to call Blood the Last Vampire. And I, of course, like I had heard of it and I knew like I knew immediately what you were talking about. I had just never gotten around to watching it. Yeah, it was one of those things that I think I read about in my Anime Insider back when I was, like, oh, oh. 13. And uh, when I finally got a DVD player, I was able to buy it and watch it. Because it's only, like, 45 minutes long, so it was relatively cheap mm-hmm. for a DVD. So, I, like, I 
remember watching it as a kid and not totally understanding it, but then mm-hmm. being able to appreciate it once I got to college. Nice. So, uh, it's a really interesting movie. And, like, watching it again now, I can see its weak points. Mm. Especially, like, animation-wise, but I still yeah. really enjoyed it. They did, like, a really good job, I think. Like, you can yeah. definitely tell where some corners were cut, especially, like, mm-hmm. with the 3D computer animation. Yeah. But I think that having done that, they were able to spend a lot more time and detail on, like, some other choice, more important moments. You know what I yeah, mean? Totally. So, uh, Blood the Last Vam- <laughs> Vampire. <laughs> Oh, I have the consumption. Oh, no. <laughs> you look even more consumptive with that blanket wrapped around you, too. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm like, no. the, my old camera's, like, <laughs> blowing out my face. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> anyway, Blood the Last Vampire. Basically, it's the story of a girl in a schoolgirl outfit with a samurai sword who beats up demons. So, it takes place in 1966 in the, what is it, the Yokota Air Base mm-hmm. in Japan? And, uh, so what was really cool about this movie is, uh, like, probably 90% of it is in English, and that's the original recording from Japan. It's English language. I mean, there's definitely some Japanese here and there, but it's mostly in English. And it was really funny, like, we had a hard time at first finding some place to watch it. Like, it wasn't available on Amazon, and, like, we ended up having to go, like, through, like, old school stream services like i own the dvd but it is in storage at the moment so it's okay take our money like i want to give you my money to watch this movie yeah but anyway like the first one we tried to watch started out in english and we're like oh okay we got the dub no big deal no it was this it was the japanese version but there were no subtitles no we had to try like three different streams we could we might have been okay but we would have missed some crucial details here and there yeah definitely but so it's uh, it takes place in the Yokota Air Base, 1966. It's the story of uh, this girl named Saya who is uh, hired by this t- government team. It might be the government. I'm not sure if it is or not. But uh, these guys who are hunting down these demons, and they're kind of like spooky vampire things. And she uh, hunts them down with a samurai sword. So she uh, has to go undercover at this high school across from the airbase because they've been tracking these demons that are in the high school. So she has to try and like sniff them out and kill them. So it's like it's the story of her like going in, finding the demons and killing them. And it's really interesting. Like I guess like all like all of the animation was done digitally. Mm-hmm. So they inked and colored and then animated with computers. And this was uh, in 2000. So that was yeah. fairly new. So like knowing that, I am way more impressed mm-hmm. with what they did. Like, oh, yeah. You know, today a lot of the animation stuff is done digitally. But like they won't do like the 3D animation unless it's for like, you know, like the horses in um attack on titan or like cars Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and it always really takes me out of the experience yeah um a huge example of that is sailor moon crystal mm. so like in the original series the sailor moon transformations were the most beautiful animation in the show because they had to show it like five times an episode and it was every single episode they'd show these transformations but for some reason in crystal they changed it to cgi animation so there's this glaring difference between uh the normal hand-drawn animation and then just suddenly you're in cgi and it's bad cgi too so it just 
it really takes you out of it. And you're like, this is supposed to be the best part of the episode because yeah, it's supposed totally. to be pretty and graceful, but it has none of the grace and beauty of the original. So it really does. Like you can tell when 3d animation is kind of rough and mm-hmm. when they're using it in. to cut corners, I think. Yes, exactly. Um, and then, but like a lot of blood didn't feel that way. Yeah. You know, like they most, I feel like they mostly used it for uh, more mechanical things like cars and planes mm-hmm. and like backgrounds. And like that soldier running by the fence for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's atmosphere, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and like all of David's face, just like anything that he was doing. All of David's animation went into Saya. Yeah, which is all fine of his with budget. me. She was way yeah. more important. Yes. And, uh, like, the animation style is really interesting to look at. It's, uh, every character is really diverse looking. Mm-hmm. There are lots of different body shapes and... A lot of different body shapes, a lot of different faces. Colors and, yeah. And, uh, the atmosphere is really spooky in that movie. It's such a quiet movie for the most mm-hmm. part. I don't... Is there even a soundtrack? There might not be. I mean, there might be, like, a few songs here and there, I, but it was very Yeah, quiet. I don't think that there was, like, an overall soundtrack. But, uh, yeah, it's one of my old favorites from when I was younger, and I still really enjoyed it. The monster transformations were so yes! good. They were the monster excellent. design is, like, super A+. So, like, uh, the demons can disguise themselves as humans. I think they're, like, shape- they have shape-shifting qualities. Yeah. So, uh, whenever a demon would transform from its human form into its actual, like, demon form, it was done so cool. They just really knew how to get, like, the spooky parts right. Yeah, like, the monsters all look really, really grotesque. Mm Mm-hmm. And I guess they're called, um, Chiroptera, which comes from the Greek for hand wings, which I thought was kind of (laughs) cool. Wait, why does Greek have a word for hand wings? Well, it's, like, the different parts of the word. Like, hand and wings. Oh, I see, I see. <laughs> like, what's up with the ancient Greeks? Well, also, like, for bat wings, because they're kind of like their hands, uh, they yeah. have, like, fingers. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. Do you know about any of the other properties that go along with Blood? Because I know that there was, like, a live-action movie, and then Blood Sea, which was really bad, I guess? I haven't, I've watched bits and pieces of Blood Sea because I was mm-hmm. curious about it. Because I love Blood the Last Vampire. The reason it was made is because uh, the guys at Production IG were like, we want to make something that is not based on any previous properties. So they just wanted to make a new movie based on nothing that they wrote and directed themselves. And so that's why it's so interesting to see things that are spun off from it because right. it was its own original entity. So I watched little pieces of Blood Sea, and I was just like, this is not at all what I wanted out of, like, a TV series. I mean, it gets a 6.7 on myanimelist.net, the, mm. you know, IMDB I- of anime. But, like, so the thing about Blood was that, like, there were a lot of details that you know the creative team, like, knew the answer to. Like, they knew why they were doing this. Like, there was one throwaway line about, oh, we found another one of those fake corpses. Like, what? What are these fake corpses? Yeah. Where did they come from? What are they for? Who put it there? Like, I I have so many questions that aren't going to be answered. Yeah, and that was one of the reasons that when I was a kid, I didn't really get it a whole lot. 
But I think that's like part of the interesting part of it because it's a lot of the movie is a mystery. It's a mystery to the characters that are like narrating what happened. And yeah, it's just like a little vignette of a larger story that we don't get to see. Yeah, exactly. That's that's exactly it. Yeah. And that's kind of one of the things that uh, the Japanese do really well with horror is they don't try and get bogged down in the details most of the mm-hmm. time. And they, they kind of know where to just like let it rest. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, because like, that movie's spooky the way that like Perfect Blue is kind of spooky and that there's a lot of questions that you have throughout the movie. And by the end, you're just like, I don't totally understand what happened, but I think that's part of what made it interesting to watch. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, the fights were really cool, too. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Sai is awesome. She's super badass. Yeah, she's wicked badass. And, like, she's... You find out at the end, oh, she's an ancient vampire. Or at least, like, a, a hundred-year-old yeah. vampire or so. And, uh, like, she's dressed as a schoolgirl most of the movie, but, like, a really cool schoolgirl. She's got, like... And, like, she's got, like, this... She's, like, this Angelina Jolie face. Yeah! Like, these super pouty lips. When was Kill Bill made? I don't know. I can find out very quickly. Because, like, just thinking about it, she looks like she reminds me of Uma Thurman in Kill Bill a little bit. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, 2003. Ah, so it was made before Kill Bill. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting, Quentin Tarantino. Interesting. I mean, I know that obviously Quentin Tarantino got a lot of his inspiration from martial arts films, but. Yeah, for sure. Still. Man, I haven't watched Kill Bill in a really long time. I've never actually seen it all the way through. I've seen bits and pieces of it, mm-hmm. but I'd like to just like sit down and watch. We should watch it. I'm, I'm into it. I like that movie. Both movies. Volumes one and two. <laughs> I think I've, I've only seen the second one once, so I don't really remember it that well, but I really like the first one. Hmm. Well, then that's our next project. Done and done. Yeah. So, Blood the Last Vampire... I super recommend it for spooky Halloween anime viewing because there are so few actually scary Halloween things out there. Yeah, that's so true. If you have any good horror anime recommendations, let us know. Please. Yeah, especially because, like, Japan's so good at horror movies, you'd think that they'd be better at horror anime. Mm. I don't know. Like, Jinji Ito is one of the greatest Uh, horror manga creators ever. But yes. I don't think that there are any animes based on his I work. I think they made one of... Did they make one of Spiral? It's a, They made a movie out of Spiral. Oh, this isn't Jinji Ito. <laughs> <laughs> there is an anime called Spiral, but it is not Jinji Ito. Actually, you know what? I, I actually have most of the DVDs of that series. I know no, what that series is. No, shut up. I do. I have a little box set and I never finished it. I still have to get that last DVD. I can't remember it very well. Oh, Kate. Oh, no. <laughs> I had so few options. Um. So it looks like there is an, a Jinji Ito horror anthology. I'm what, like an to, anime? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm checking it out right now. So it's a Crunchyroll news article the creators of the anime adaptation of horror manga master jinji are looking to keep the exact content of the show a surprise until the broadcast so the the new visual refers to classic stories like tomi fashion model further tales of ushiki and suchi lovesick dead and slug girl they aren't saying which of these or his other works will be appearing what they have revealed Mm. is the staff 
this is really exciting. There's going to be a Junshi Ito anthology series. I'm glad that we talked about that because I really want to see it now. Oh my god, we're like breaking this fucking news. This was posted nine hours ago. You heard it here first, folks. We did a news thing. (laughs) News thing. We did it. We figured it out. We stumbled on the news. Yeah, we could do this. We could tell the news. See, you know that I, I've got my fingers in, like, the cultural pies right now because I was the one who was like, why aren't there any Jinji Ito animes? And then nine hours ago, someone was like, there should be a Jinji Ito anime. Boom. I don't know that this was conceived nine hours ago, but <laughs> <laughs> nine hours ago, someone at Crunchyroll said the world needs to know. There's going to be someone in Massachusetts who wants Jinji Ito anime. <laughs> Today. Yeah, right now. I want it right now, man. I do want it right now. This would be awesome. I'm so excited. I'm still, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before, but I used to have an entire collection of Junji Ito manga and I got rid of it in the great anime purge of me moving to college and my parents moving. And I just kind of told them like, yeah, get rid of all my stuff. I don't feel like oh, going no. through it. I know. Oh no. I know. I'm so heartbroken about it. Oh, no. Thank you for the sympathy. I'm really bummed out now. That sucks. <laughs> I got it at Anime Boston one year. Hmm. It was yeah. a good deal, gotta, too. Yeah, I need to, like, plan out the kind of books that I'm going to want to buy the last minute at Anime Boston mm. next year. So I can get, like, three for a dollar. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, oh, uh, we also, uh, dug into season three of Yami Shibai after we finished Blood because it was 45 Yami minutes Shibai. long. Yami like, Shibai. Yeah. And, uh, I just really like saying uh, it that way. <laughs> Yami Shibai. Yami Shibai. So, yeah, we hadn't watched it since, uh, we last reported on it, but it's still good. Still good shit. Yep, we watched about we half of wa- season three. Yeah, we watched, <laughs> we managed to just be like, wanna watch another? Yeah, all right. Yep, Because they're like okay. five minutes long. They're so easy to it's, get through. They're just like little, like, num num num, like little snack-sized episodes. Hey, num 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 Yeah, if you just want if you want just like an amuse-bouche of horror. <laughs> or like a palate cleanser or something at the end of the night. Mm. No, this is not a palate cleanser. Your palate's gonna be fucked up. But... <laughs> what yeah, was your like, favorite one anime, that you watched? Just... I mean, it is anim- animated, technically, and it was made in Japan, so I think it counts as anime. Yeah. True. True. Let's see. Of the f- We watched four of them? Four mm-hmm. or five? I think so. Let's see. I think uh, there's some really good ones. What about you? Do you hold know? on. I'm opening up Verve so I can tell us which ones That's we watched. Thank you. Yeah, like I, there was the one where they were in a tunnel yeah that one was good just called tunnel creepy monster yeah that was good there was the the noisy hospital room where the guy in the hospital keeps hearing voices oh that one was weird that was weird and then rats about the woman who oh that one was good i liked that one we watched four episodes um i think the favorite my favorite that we watched last night was the tunnel one Mm, that was that one was the one that really creeped me out the premise is two men are driving through the mountains when they take a wrong turn and get lost. To make things worse, they end up stuck in a tunnel where they run out of gas. Which, like, oh my god, that sounds awful in the first place. But, you know, they aren't alone in the tunnel. Mm-mm. I'll just leave it. I'll just leave it at that. 
Actually, I just remembered what I, I didn't remember. I looked it up, but the, the first one that uh, we watched was "Lend It to Me," where yeah. uh, a young yeah young man is just walking home from work late at night, and he sees a bathhouse in his neighborhood that he'd never noticed before, and he decides to go in to take a bath, and he's all alone in the men's side, and he hears a voice from the women's side being like, "Excuse me, could you lend me some soap if you have any?" And uh, it's a cute girl's voice, and he's like, "Oh, sure," and she keeps asking for more and more things. And then something happens. Something. Something always happens in these stories. Mm-hmm. And if they didn't, it would be a huge disappointment and we wouldn't talk about it. That's right. This season, so far, there have been some extremely grotesque monsters that I really appreciate. Yeah, this season seems to just be like monster season. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's how they split it up. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe they have like a theme yeah. for the season. Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah, this one's been monsters. And mm-hmm. they've they've kinda like focused on the monsters at the end too when they like the title card they like show the monster. Yeah, that's great. They have like some really detailed art of them. That's cool. I like so. Yamishibai a lot and I, I, I do think too. we should keep watching it. I'm in. Because uh, apparently there are five seasons, so <laughs> we have a lot more to watch. Yeah. Especially because there's no horror anime to watch. Apparently. Mm. This is the one horror anime that we get. Mm-hmm. You know what we should totally watch is Blood. Wait, not Blood. Uh, we just Vampire watched Hunter Blood. D. And we did oh watch God. Blood. We should watch Vampire Hunter D. I totally forgot D. about Vampire Hunter D. I did too. I watched some of it. I never watched all of it. Yeah, I've only seen Bloodlust. Uh, it's been a very long time. I think it's been like almost 15 years since well, I watched that movie. Yeah, I mean, that also came out in 2000. So. Yep. Makes yeah, sense. Yeah, we should totally watch that one. I'm in. Let's do that next week. Next week. Yeah, next For week we're Halloween totally going to watch. Yes, we're going to keep our our Halloween streak going because there is nothing in this world I love more than Halloween. Okay, have you seen the uh, Netflix Castlevania series? I haven't. It's very good. It's only four episodes long and it's all hand drawn. It's amazing. I would also be happy to watch that again. All right, all right. Yeah, let's let's double team it since we've been doing bi-weekly or in this case it might be tri-weekly. But, uh, I think it still counts as bi-weekly. Yeah. It's just going to be a I little think, late. <laughs> yeah. I think our next episode is going to be really close to Halloween, so mm-hmm. that'll be like our official Halloween episode. We'll do uh, Castlevania anime and Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust. Excellent. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. yeah, I'm really pumped for that, too. I'm glad that we actually have a plan this time instead yeah. of just being like, oh, what do you want to watch? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What do you want to watch? <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to watch? And then we just lay on the floor for three hours. Eating snacks. Yep. Speaking of snacks. Oh, speaking of snacks. Wow, I really did transition segue, that way. Really yeah. So uh, this week for Kate's Convenience Corner, I'm going to do something a little different because uh, I decided to cancel my Scotchbox uh, subscription mm-hmm. because it was just, it was getting kind of weird, the snacks that they were sending. And... Is that the one that sent you the katsu jerky? <laughs> yep. Gross. Yeah. Things that I don't really want to eat, and I felt like I was kind of wasting my money on it. And then Mm. uh, this past month, they got rid of the little booklet that came with it, so I wasn't able... Like, I, some of the snacks were really good, but they didn't have names, so I couldn't buy them. Oh, that stinks. Yeah. But, uh, so I canceled that one. I, but today, I got an email from Japan Crate that was like, this coming November, all of our snacks are going to be sweet potato themed. (gasps) And I was like, 
give me a minute. Oh, I should sign up for that. Yeah, so I immediately uh, re-upped my subscription to Japan Crate, which I haven't gotten for a few months because I decided to go with just one Japanese snack box instead of two. So I'm going to switch back over to Japan Crate, and I will give you the lowdown on all of those delicious morsels. But in the meantime, yeah, in the meantime, I actually was inspired to do some research into the Japanese sweet potato because I am a big fan of snacks that involve the sweet potato. Nice. Delicious. I do really enjoy sweet potatoes. Yeah, and they're such an enormous part of like Japanese food culture that I was kind of curious about their origins and like what Mm -hmm. other kind of foods that they usually go into. Well, I'm curious. I'm excited to learn. Yeah, I did a little did a little reading up, just a little bit. So in Japan, uh, their sweet potato is called Satsuma Imo, uh, and that is literally the Japanese for sweet potato. <laughs> and <laughs> it's uh, it was first introduced sometime in the 1600s, so it's been in Japan for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've been cultivated, and they've come up with better, sweeter, more delicious ones over time. And even uh, the sweet potato saved the Japanese population from famine in the mid-18th century. Oh, wow. So you have the sweet potato to thank for the lives of many people. Thank you, sweet potato. I mean, I would thank it anyway, because I love sweet potato, but... Mm. I thank every single sweet potato before I eat it. (laughs) Thank you, sweet potato. Thank you. And uh, sweet potatoes are commonly a late fall treat because you heat them up and you eat them and they're all scrumptious and sweet and hot. <laughs> and, and like people will uh, have, you know, like stalls and carts selling mm-hmm. roasted sweet potatoes. And uh, you, there are different ways you can eat them. You can roast them over a fire in an oven, as you often mm-hmm. see in anime. Nice, yeah. Like, they make ice cream flavors and like creams and stuff out of sweet potato mm. you can have them in use they're used in traditional wagashi sweets and also in like just konbini sweets like i knew I this was gonna make of... me hungry yeah <laughs> i definitely have a, a pile of breads here that i bought at ebisuya and Hell definitely yeah. one of them has a sweet potato filling and i'm excited to eat it nice and uh, there's a bunch of different ways you can eat them. You, uh, there's one called emo gohan, which is just potato rice. You just mm-hmm. cook a sweet potato with rice. Mm. Uh, yeah, and then there's one called daigaku emo, which is university potato, which is sweet potato pieces that are deep fried and candied in a sweet and salty syrup. Oh, and God. then sprinkled with toasted sesame seeds. That sounds so good. It does sound really good. And I was like, I kind of want to try making that. It sounds real <laughs> delicious. So they're called university potatoes because uh, supposedly the places that made them were, uh, they started showing up around universities because it was just a good snack for university students to eat. Cause yeah, they're filling, Delicious. Yeah. So I read a lot of stuff uh, on this article in the Japan Times from 2011 by mm-hmm. Makiko Ito, who is the author of Just Bento, which is a cookbook that I own. And it was a blog that I followed for a really long time back in the day. Mm-hmm. So she's, it's called Sweet Dreams of a Childhood Winter Warmer, if anyone's interested in looking at it, because she's a very good writer and she uh, has, you know, she spent her childhood in Japan, so she's got warm childhood memories of sweet potatoes. Nice. We'll throw that in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone wants like a good Japanese cooking blog, definitely check out Just Hungry and Just Bento. They're both by Makiko Ito and she's great. She makes really good stuff. So there's a little... A little warmer up on Japanese sweet potatoes. 
Nice. I haven't actually had like an official Japanese sweet potatoes because it's really hard to get them outside of Japan. Yeah, totally. Sounds delicious, though. Yeah. They're supposedly sweeter than American sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. Are they the same orange color? No, the skin is like a like a purpley red. Okay. Like dark purpley red. And then the inside's kind of like a, a cream, and then when you roast it, it gets kind of golden. Nice, because I've definitely had some kind of Japanese treat with purple potato, and it was so, so good. But I don't know if purple t- potato is like a separate kind of potato that is also sweet. Yeah, there's a bunch of different kinds mm. of Japanese sweet potatoes. I didn't really like go into the different uh, strains. Sure. The different strains of potato virus. <laughs> Do you, do you have a favorite potato snack? Do I have a favorite potato? I really like tater tots. I've been very, very into tots <laughs> lately. Um, tater tots are great. Mm-hmm. And I like sweet potato fries. You know, I didn't like them for a long time. And then at one point, I, I had sweet potato fries that I just really enjoyed. They're, Maybe I'm they're just good. getting old. Maybe you're just getting mm-hmm. old. You know, they're, they're good for you. That's what I tell myself. <laughs> like, oh, I'm eating sweet potato fries. These are definitely a vegetable. I'm definitely super healthy right now. Yeah, they're not like a root vegetable or anything full of starch. I mean, they are. (laughs) (laughs) They are better for you than regular potatoes. Yeah, for sure. But regular potatoes are still delicious. They are delicious. No shade on regular potatoes. Except the shade they need to grow. Because they grow (laughs) underground, so they need shade. Mm-hmm. Literally, their whole world is shade. Yes, they're dug up. Yep, and then we munch. I hope I hope everyone learned something about Japanese sweet potatoes because they're delicious. I certainly did. Thank you for sharing. Hey, you're welcome. I actually prepared something for once. I had notes and everything. Yay, notes! See, see I'm trying to bring my A game to this podcast that I love so much. Aw, well, we appreciate it. You always you always bring your A game. I bring my like C plus game. I'd say. Hey, your A game can't be an A game all the time. We're always just doing our best. I'm really just an average student. Like, sometimes our best is a C plus, and that's okay. But, like, for that night, it is your A game. Thanks. I got a C plus in chemistry when I was in high school, but at the same time, I was like, I understand, because I'm bad at chemistry, but I'm having a good time learning it. <laughs> I wish that I had done better at chemistry, because it seems so interesting. It is interesting. My brother is a chemist, so he can be the science boy in this family yeah. i'll just be the dumb artist yeah and then your sister can be the lawyer <laughs> God, what happened the, the what lawyer happened with me the lawyer the chemist and the artist the rich one the rich one and the poor one <laughs> that's okay they're gonna have to take care of me when i'm old and feeble yeah anyway. so you're fine yeah i'm really excited we're gonna I, next week we should well next episode we should definitely right. make it like wicked spooky like crazy spooky crazy spooky we should do like spooky voices should we wear costumes while we record okay yeah let's All do right, that cool <laughs> i mean i'm gonna be spending a good portion of the next few weeks in costume anyway so yeah you have a lot of halloween parties to go to I say that because I, mean, I also have those too. Halloween yeah. parties we're to go to. <laughs> we're going to all the same Halloween yep. parties. I know. I have one to throw, too. Yeah. I'm excited for that one. I looked at the guest list today. It's Me looking pretty too. off the chain. It sure is. Um, I took a day off of work because I'm actually I'm getting my hair done the day of the party. Really? So I took the day before work off, and the, the day off before it so I can like clean the apartment and decorate and stuff. That's yeah, smart. Thanks. 
Wanna... You should get fewer watermelons this time, if any at all. Well, I don't think we're getting any watermelons because it's a regular Halloween party, not a summerween party. <laughs> Your last party was, yeah, the summerween party that was the Gravity Falls yeah. based one. And we bought, what, like four or five full-sized watermelons? I feel like we actually only got like three of them, but they were huge. And, like, and they were massive. First, well, And then... Like Christina or Alyssa or someone, like someone else also got watermelons and it was like, for some reason, we thought we needed like one watermelon per guest. Like it was like each person needs their own watermelon. What the fuck? Who eats a whole watermelon? Didn't you go to like a bar that had like a watermelon drink in a watermelon rind? Yes, we did. Double chins downtown. It's really good. Yeah. And you were like, we need to have that experience for all our guests because we're good hosts. But uh, it turns out, <laughs> whole watermelon's a lot of watermelon. It's so much watermelon. That's watermelon it for was, days. <laughs> that was the stickiest party I've ever been to. <laughs> it was a great party, though. I had a lot of fun. It was that really one. I can't wait fun. For your next Halloween party. I'm so excited. There won't be any watermelon there. I promise. I didn't do anything for Halloween last year, so I feel like I'm like pulling double time this year and trying to get in <laughs> as much shit as I possibly can. Nice. Yeah, it's a very spooky October. We're doing a lot of stuff. Whoa. <laughs> Boo. Oh. Boo. Oh, goodness. <laughs> We're getting loopy. We should call it. We should call this an episode. Yeah, I've had very little sleep for the past week, so I'm sorry if I was a little low energy. I tried. No, I think it was a really great episode. If I could just toot our horn, I think it was great. I think it was pretty great, too. I had a good time. Me, too. Thanks for being here with me, Kate. Thanks for being with me. (laughs) I don't know what that noise was. (laughs) So, anyway, you can find us at takoyaki underscore time on Twitter, or you can email us at takoyakitimepodcast at gmail.com. And you can find me at Scally on Twitter or at honeybree on Instagram. And you can find me at Kate Brezzy on Instagram and Twitter and probably several other platforms because I have <laughs> accounts everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere. Uh, and remember, you can find this and past and future episodes of Takoyaki Time on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or really anywhere podcasts are not sold. Please leave us a review. I'd really like it if you did. Good review, bad review, but please make it a good review. You can just give us five stars and then say whatever you want, but just make sure it's five stars and then tear us a new one. It's fine. (laughs) Please. It would mean so much to me personally. Oh, wow. I'm losing it. I'm going, I need to eat some of these tiny breads. All right. Well, Kate, before I just, I just want to make sure that you're still, you know, you're okay. There's no like brain damage. Uh, What is the second rule of takoyaki time? Always finish your takoyaki. Okay, what is the first rule? Always order takoyaki.